0: new level yay yay brought to you very especially by all of our patrons if you would like to join our patreon help us out a little bit we would greatly appreciate it it's patreon.com slash sas geek so- and we have some new sorry go ahead
1: <laughs> we fail transition fail so
0: we have some <laughs> okay that time i did it on purpose keep yeah you, you totally go ahead. did
1: now i don't remember how i was going to transition. There was a segue that I had in my head, but
0: patron, thanks patrons, patrons,
1: patrons. So for everyone who is currently a patron of this show, we did want to let you know we're going to actually be redoing our patron levels because we've find because we've found that they are um, rather more difficult for us to fulfill than we originally anticipated. Uh, we didn't. We've learned yes, some things. We didn't commit to things that we thought were going to be difficult to fulfill, but it turns out that they are. We're going to still fulfill all the levels that we promised um, for everyone who is a current patron, but we have discovered that um, non-digital backer rewards are way harder logistically than we expected, and we both yes. went through like all those crazy life changes as we have previously explained, and so we're we're gonna rearrange those so that we know that we can make good on our um, our Patreon. Um, reward stuff because we don't want to leave people hanging and we kind of have been and I feel really guilty about it pretty much constantly just feel guilty about it
0: (laughs) we appreciate y'all so much it I mean I know that that some podcasts Want to cover their their costs for their podcast or whatever with their Patreon? Like we've actually been using that money to supplement our incomes. You know, one of us has been unemployed
1: for like nine months. <laughs> yes, yeah, one, one of us. One of us has been uh, has been getting paid for editing from the Patreon, <laughs> which is paying bills and stuff. To my understanding, so. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, just Lindy
0: Bop dresses, not
1: Bills. No, 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 no. No, no, no. As that's what I do with my, uh, misdirected mark money. Anyway. (laughs) Oh, I was joking about myself. Okay.
0: So we have some questions today. Um, some of which are from fans. (laughs) And we're going to ask them and that's going to be our new level. So the first question comes from Ryan, a.k.a. Lord Neptune. Um, he's one of our patrons as well as one of our big fans he just finished our entire backlog in like a month (laughs) yeah he just ran right
1: through it i was i was like holy cow what he has a pressing question for ziva Uh are you ready for this up? i don't remember what her voice sounds like i think it just sounds like me well we'll we'll see (laughs) ziva
0: are your ears naturally coiffed and large if so Do you think you may actually have royal blood? Hashtag I believe.
1: Clearly they are natural. Um, I know a lot of people have made some commentary about um how they could possibly be this large without magical enhancements. Um, I do think it's possible that I have some royal blood on my mother's side um a couple of generations back. And, you know, every now and then there's that thing with like the gene pool where like, you know various traits will just pop up. And so I think um I think it's probably from that. It's definitely you know, I'm I'm very proud of my ears. I think that they're very flattering on me and um I don't know. I think everyone is just jealous.
0: Follow-up question. Yes. <laughs> Do you have problems getting through doorways?
1: Not generally. <laughs>
0: <laughs> At least not in the better parts of the capital city.
1: Right. I mean, they're not longer than my shoulders, as you can plainly see.
0: <laughs> they are beautiful, by the way.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I take very good care of them. I, I keep them very well cared for. I'm powdered <laughs> and um, occasionally a little blush just to give them that little flush on the inside and make them pink and, and nice, you know, and out towards the tip a little bit. Um, like you do, like you do. I mean, everyone knows how to put blush on their ears, right? Because... Of course. Yes. Um... Y'all but- couldn't see this,
0: audience. <laughs> she was miming all of that. <laughs> that was amazing. That was
1: commitment. <laughs> uh, am I done? <laughs> yeah, if,
0: if if you feel like that's satisfying, I sure. Feel,
1: I mean, I feel like that was a satisfying answer. I mean, yeah. the answer is basically yes. I mean, they're natural, and I have clearly some sort of, um a uh, recessive royal lineage that just popped up.
0: So you're the person with the biggest ears in your family? Yes.
1: Yeah. Okay. Definitely.
0: Yeah. Not suspicious at all.
1: Well, I mean, my mom's ears are pretty big. And my dad's ears are not quite as big, but like my mom's ears are pretty big. So it's not out of the realm of possibility. I feel like you're really questioning me here again. And I feel like I've already said that my ears are not magically enhanced and I'm not really sure why everyone has trouble believing that. So, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really understand. It's not like, you know, if I jumped in a <laughs> swimming pool, they wouldn't float. They're natural. <laughs> <laughs> and just totally to pitch my own thing. If you enjoyed
0: that, especially that second Ziva adventure, That was meant to be not a direct prequel, but to inform the upcoming Wednesday evening podcast All-Stars campaign, which is called Avanti, Glitter and Blood. Senda, you just finished the Streets of Avalon campaign and you you
1: loved it, right? (laughs) But feed me some more compliments to give you. Why don't you? Yeah, I actually thought it was really fantastic. It was very good. You did crazy things in that game. Oh, my gosh. It yeah. was wonderful to play an eighteen-year-old.
0: Yeah, it I-, I didn't get it to like- be like that when I was an eighteen-year-old, so it was kind of liberating. Sure. Also, I totally get now why you play rogues. Uh huh. Dex is a. Ama- <laughs> I've never played a character with any Dex before. Yeah, Dex and is great. Jumping out of windows <laughs> and and hitting all the time. Oh my god, uh-huh. it was amazing. It's really good. Oh. <laughs>
1: Anyway, our next question is for our fan favorite character, uh, Mika the Fox. (gasps) Mika! Yeah, hi, Mika. How are you? (laughs) Oh, you know, I'm a fox. Yes. (laughs) Good. Okay, so, Mika, our audience wants to know, what have you and the witch Hazel been doing since she was resurrected? What have you guys been up to? Oh, well, we got kicked out of Gnome's stew. You got, you got kicked out of gnome stew. Yes, they threatened to put us in the stew for killing John Arcadian. Oh, I guess that makes sense. He was sort of a, a staple of gnome stew. Yes, and um,
0: also I might have eaten all of his sausage. Okay. That he was preparing for whatever that festival was, the Festival of <laughs> Sausage and Fairy Lights. I think that yes, was it.
1: Sausages and Fairy Lights. <laughs>
0: <laughs> because we are a small village and we celebrate whatever the fuck we want.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) So Witch Hazel has been a little bit different um, to the point where I'm actually kind of concerned about her. And um, I'm not big in like the intervention or like therapy route, but I'm actually considering like finding a professional about this. She has just grabbed life's bull by the horns or by the balls or kind of both. And just dived out the deep end. She keeps talking about how the the life she thought she was living was actually not the life she wants to live, and you know the the mortality is going to haunt us all forever, and so she's like become obsessed with finding a quote unquote cure for death.
1: Oh my. And we've been yeah. intense. Okay. We've been we've been traveling to some really unsavory places. And
0: talking with some really unsavory folks. And, you know, you think I'm kind of a badass motherfucker? You should meet some of these people. Um, and and I think she's starting to dabble
1: in the dark magics. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry to hear it. You know, maybe we'll check in again in a while and just see how things are going. Yeah. If we're still here. That was ominous. Yeah,
0: well, maybe it's if I'm still here, because I gotta tell you what, I'm not gonna put up with this necromancy bullshit for long.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I think that's fair. I think you gotta take care of you and do what's best for you, the fox.
0: (sighs) Yes, I have to do what's right for Mika the fox, and as we discovered last time, I can't have a fulfilling and happy life while I'm a familiar. Yeah, that, that could definitely be a thing. Oh my gosh, you're totally right. I should just
1: ditch her. (laughs)
0: I should just go do my own thing
1: Yay Mika Uh, Yay Mika Going off being her own fox (laughs) What
0: does the fox do (laughs) (laughs) motherfucker?
1: Whatever the fox wants Whatever the fox wants
0: (laughs) Alright so then we finally Have a question that actually Several people have asked over the course of this uh, This show How do we choose the games we play um, which is
1: kind of an interesting question because it, it depends. It's, yes, it's kind of random. Um, and the answer is it tends to be whatever catches our eye. Or if there's someone um, that we would really like to run a game for us, then whatever they're comfortable running. Yep. Yeah, there's some of that. Um, and there's also things where we go, huh, we should really have masks on, for example. Oh, wait and runs masks and we know she runs a fantastic masks game and we haven't gotten to play in it yet. This is oh our my excuse. Gosh. Oh yeah, man. We kind of we sometimes
0: use Saski as our excuse to try <laughs> new things
1: and to play games with
0: people. <laughs> yep. Uh broaden our horizons. Yep. I mean if you good. had if you had said at the beginning of this like sat down younger Emily and younger Senda and be like, "All right, so Here's some of the games you'll be playing in this podcast. (laughs) You're going to be bringing back an elder god and bringing devastation to the world. Yep, that was awesome. Uh, One of you is going to play a super creepy doll. Yeah. You're going to try and overthrow governments. Well, actually, no, that sounds pretty good. Uh, (laughs) Like, you're going to go cyberpunk. You're
1: going to go all these different things. I would have been like... Like everything. uh, That's weird. Okay, awesome. I mean, because it was really funny, because when you and I first started playing games, like, first met and started playing games. All um, D&D, all the yeah, time. I had started experimenting, but I had still been playing 95% Pathfinder, mm-hmm. and I think at that point, I had started messing around with All at a Bubblegum, I had run um, a playtest of Headspace, and I think that was about it, like, I hadn't done much else. But it was funny because I certainly hadn't played 4th edition D&D and I didn't really care. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you ran a 4th edition campaign, didn't you? I, uh, yeah,
1: yeah, because you knew the rules really well. I did not need to.
0: Well, I cut my teeth on 4th, Ed, and... I know. As much as I, I, it, ha- well, I want to say I love it, but love is a strong word. I love 5th edition. Yeah. 4th will always hold a place in my heart. Well, the but same way that- like an ex you broke up with. <laughs> The new person you're with proves to you why you broke up with them. That's 5 E for well, me.
1: Yeah, no, that's great. I didn't
0: know any better. Yeah, the no- first person who ever ran a not D&D game for me, well, I mean, other than way back in college when Mage was being run, which at that point I did not, you know, know anything different. And then we started playing D&D and, and it was just all D&D all the time. You. You took our D&D fourth ed and put it in fate. Yeah. And it was right, like because I was like, why are we doing this in fourth edition? This is dumb because we wanted to uh, <laughs> we wanted to explore some characteristics and um, of of the dragonborn Vesta, the mm-hmm. gambling addict with an estranged husband who worked for a traveling carnival.
1: Yeah, that. Well, I mean, that entire game started because you guys were like, oh, we wanted. Run away and join a circus. Yes, I I said said that about my job in Kentucky. I know. You said that. (laughs) And I was like, oh, well, we could. Do you want to play that as a game? You could all be in a circus and you could just like travel around in a circus. It was, it was pretty, it was, it was good. It was interesting. Uh, That was the the last campaign I ran. So it's been a while since I've run a campaign.
0: Avanti is the getting back into the campaign running when just running one shots has. Being a little hard, but Avanti Glitter and Blood, I think has com- is is going to come out pretty great because I have great players.
1: Yeah, you the do. Wednesday
0: evening podcast all stars. How many times they're... can I say that? Yeah, say it like one... five
1: times fast, yeah. right? I was gonna say uh... Wednesday evening
0: podcast all stars. Wednesday evening podcast all stars. <laughs> Wednesday evening podcast all stars.
1: I was gonna say there's a reason they're called the the all stars, right? Like, right. Again, we did not give ourselves this name. Well, I mean yeah, Kristen. You,
0: Chris. <laughs> it's one of those things that's like you don't name yourself an all-star. It's like <laughs> when you watch Chopped All-Stars, do you think that they go around calling themselves like, oh yeah, I'm an all-star chef? No.
1: Well, I mean, they the say, like, hey, I I was I'm an all-star from the chopped thing. Yeah. We've been I- watching too many cooking shows. We have. Anyway, should we wrap this up?
0: <laughs> yes. Thank you, everybody. Uh, You can always send your questions out on Twitter at Sasgeek. No. Yes.
1: Yes. At at Sasgeek Podcast. Podcast. (laughs) At I-D-E-L-L-A-M-I-T-H-L-Y-N-N-D.
0: Or Game Master at Sasgeek.com. Mm-hmm. Thank you again to our patrons. We love you. And expect some outtakes at the end of this of me talking about romance games while sent us on the phone.
1: Among other things. Yes. Yes. All right. right. Fabulous. (laughs) Yay. he did why would this he say a, anything else this is a really bad time send up. <laughs> oh my god so his mom walks in <laughs> with some other woman
0: and his mom's like you need to stop dressing like this and you need to stop working at a bar you need to come home and he's like I can't I'll leave that to my siblings oh hey by the way this is my wife we just got
1: married and you're like what <laughs> I just thought it a was- business but we can manage it I- together oh god I just thought it was very funny that you were like, the bartender is in love with me. And I was like, of course, the bartender's in love with you. That was the point of this
0: path. Yeah, but he's a bit of a rake. And so to have him say that, and it's only in chapter six, was kind of like, oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. This woman was his arranged marriage
1: person. Oh, that's why he just told her that you were his wife. Wait, his brother left home. Oh. Oh, my God. Oh, the guilt trips are coming. Oh, the guilt trips are common when they come. Oh, the guilt trips are common when they come. Oh, the guilt trips are common. Oh, the guilt trips are common. Oh, the guilt trips are common when they come.
0: (laughs) You can't just say, if you stay here, I'll make a move on you and expect me to leave, right? It's a romance game. Oh, no, of course. God, why can't I make choices that I would make?
1: Just don't know why you would lie to his mother like that. Well, actually, I do know.